Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Thompson. With me, as always, the one who knows everything, <laughs> Mr. Nathaniel Paul Thurston. Finally. Thank you. Thank you. Finally. Giving me the credit. I appreciate that. Eventually. You've been selling me short this whole time. Yeah. yeah I, I couldn't think of a single thing that you didn't know. So at least to me, you know, every, you know everything about me. That's so, true. Okay. Yeah. Well, what's up? I'm the one who knows every single thing there is to know about everything. That's why you should listen every single day. Listen, it's not true. We're joking around right now. We're being sarcastic. There's at least a couple things that I don't know, although we can't figure out what those are right now. You know, we're still going to get a comment about being... I'm, I'm sure. not Sarcasm just goes right over people's heads. It doesn't work. You have to know us for at least 20 years to catch all of Except it, I'm pretty sure. for this live group. They know. They know what's going on. If you want to join that, go to joingml.com or go to godhatesfeds.com. There's a link there to sign up for the Fed Haters Club and pick yourself up a t-shirt while you're at it. Go do it. Get yourself a God Hates Feds shirt. Hey, uh, we talked about this situation yesterday with Ralph Yarl. Listen, this kid, he got shot ringing the wrong doorbell. It's sad. It's bad, okay? And it seems to be that the story that everyone was told, the one that was out, is the is the story. Other than the guy, the old man, the 85-year-old man said that he was scared, basically. But listen, you can't just be scared like someone rings your doorbell. You can't just shoot him. That's not a thing, all right? Which is why he's been charged, and he's probably going to spend the rest of his life in prison, Okay. So not happy about this happening whatsoever. Don't support what the guy did at all. Very bad example of standing your ground or castle doctrine or any kind of self-defense laws when you just don't like the person that rang your doorbell. Does it have to do with the fact that he was black? I don't know. That's a high, that honestly, let's just be honest. It's a high likelihood. Could be that he, he profiled the person that rang his doorbell. Didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I don't, we don't know that though. We still don't know that part. I, I'll report the good news. One is that he's, he's back home. He's doing okay. Even yet, even after getting shot in the head. Oh, okay. That's a, that's one of the places you don't want to get he's, shot. He's home. Yes. Of course, I mean, this happened like what, April 6th. So, um, I don't remember the specific still. date that it happened. Um, uh, I think it was last week that this happened. Yeah. He's home. He's already talked to the president and everything. Uh, the good the good news here is, you know, people come together, it gets out, word goes around, raise $2.8 million on GoFundMe. Not a bad trade-off, if you ask me. Okay, you're going to end up being fined, $2.8 million bucks. I'm just I'm saying. I'm sure he would trade the $2.8 million to not be but shot. But at the end of the day, you ask, was it worth it? <laughs> just saying, $2.8 million, I'm I'm not completely ruling it out, you know. I'm saying in hindsight, he, mm. he survived, going to be okay. 2.8 million bucks. Well, the, you know? the whole be okay thing, there's mm-hmm. always, I mean, especially being shot in the head, you know, like five could years be from different. now, the dude could have a stroke or something. What's that movie with uh, Harrison Ford um, oh, regarding Henry? Is that what that one's called? Do you remember that movie where he gets shot in the head and he has to relearn how to do a bunch of stuff? No. We watched that in school. I don't know if you had to watch that. <laughs> we did. We literally watched it in, in class. I don't Probably know where we watched it. Probably not showing that in class anymore. I mean, that it was had to do, might it might have been a psychology class or something like that. I don't remember. He had to relearn stuff. No one's helped me out in the live group. That's what I'm guessing the name of the movie is. Anyway, anyway, 
So good on him for raising the money. Good on his family for raising the money. We're joking around about that being worth it and everything. I realize you don't want to get shot in the head. Here's where the story starts to get annoying because you know how this goes. There's a few things going on. We got the, yeah, Indiana Jones. That's my bad. It was Indiana Jones. Thanks, big guys. That's what it was. <laughs> oh, I already heard a quote, a quote in the new preview for the new Indiana Jones that I'm not going to go see the movie now. They already make a joke about capitalism in the joke mm. about how they keep stealing this thing from each other. And she's like, well, that's capitalism. I'm like, uh. no, it's not. It's not. So now I can't watch it. Um, Washington Post pointing out that this shooting where this dude randomly just shot someone that walked up to his door and is getting charged, going to spend the rest of his life in prison. Well, now it's reviving the debate around stand your ground laws. You're right to... You're right, right to so protect your home, castle doctrine, all that. Was this guy 80? 85. 85? Yeah. Wow. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Okay. Um, so they're going to try and tie this in not only to the racism aspect, our systemic racism and how dangerous it is to, to be black in the U.S. Um, they're also going to try and tie this into your right to gun ownership and your right to self-defense, of Gun. course, because that's another problem in this scenario. Guns in general. This guy was under the understanding that if someone walked up to your door, you could just kill them because of America, and that's the way that our gun laws work. And that's wrong. Even though he's getting charged, like, immediately. Yeah. So that's, that's it's not how it works. So... Um, Ralph, no, I don't think this is going to lead to to a good debate around staying your ground. Uh, I think the guy was wrong when he was doing. What about the fact that this is a hate crime? That's the other thing that we're going into now. Which which is, which is absurd because it's not like this eighty five year old man was tracking this guy, <laughs> this kid, and was like, if he ever comes to my door, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I hate him so much. In this case, like what you're saying is a white guy shot attempted to kill a uh, a black kid. I think he was 16. For it to be a hate crime, I mean, what do you have to prove? That if it was a white kid at 1030 at night that he wouldn't have done it? Like, that's going to be kind of hard to prove. So mm -hmm. I guess the rule is just because a white person shot a black person, it's a hate crime, I guess. guess so. I, I don't know how you make it that. Uh, but in, anyhow... This gives us this narrative that we've been looking for, Charlie. We've been missing this narrative. Everyone feels so empty and alone and just aimless in society right now because it's been a little bit since we've been able to talk about this fact that black people are living in fear of white people at all times and you can't go anywhere without the fear of getting killed by a white person. And so we've been missing this for, you know, 2020. We got to talk about it. We get a couple incidences where we get to talk about that. Ironically, we only get a couple um, every year where we get to talk about that. Uh, but this is finally one of them. Some people finally have some purpose in their lives. They get to search for justice. They get to try to end the systemically racist system that we have here in America. And now finally, we have a cause. We have a cause to work for. Which is why we have President Biden inviting Ralph Yarrell to visit the White House when he's able. They're, they're going to take any gun story they can, probably, except for the ones that happened in Chicago. Oh, it's a, it's got to be a race story yeah. and a gun story, like, and, mixed together. Blow it up so that they can keep coming after <laughs> guns. That's the whole point. It's been the whole point. And th that's one of the reasons President Biden is inviting him, because it's going to get 
We need a distraction. Get more media coverage. He needs a distraction. It, people are, you know, still upset about the economy. From the failed proxy war. They're worried about. Our, they're worried about our fail. Another failed war. You know, we need some type of distraction. People are starting to well, like. Oh well, crap! The government it's was not, lying to us about stuff. And it's not like oh, the government's lying and we're failing at a war and the economy <laughs> sucks. No, the problems of the United States rest on the shoulders of a disgruntled, out-of-his-mind 85-year-old man who shot a, a black kid on his doorstep. Before you got to the shot of black kid, I thought you were talking about Biden. Oh. But, no, you're talking about the guy who shot this kid. Well, I'm saying all the problems yeah. rest on mm -hmm. him. Well, yeah, that is the root it's, cause of problems in America. Right. This is... Not the is. decisions of our leaders. No. Not the decisions of our, of our bankers and the Fed and everybody else who's contributing to the actual problems that we're facing in America. No. We need to focus on this random 85-year-old man who murdered someone and did a wrong thing. He didn't thing. die. He tried, he tried to murder him. Attempted murder, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, potentially, allegedly. I don't know all the facts of the case, but they're, I'm, sure they're, I'm sure he's going to go to trial. We'll probably go to prison, depending on what the facts um, lead to. But it's just a huge distraction, deflection, just part of the game to think that this is what's wrong with America. If they can get you to focus on that race relations is what's wrong with America, then you'll forget about all the things that are actually wrong with America. Now, unfortunately, for well, you know, the people don't really care about numbers all that much anymore, but the numbers do tell uh, some of the truth. I will say Ben Shapiro, I think, is bringing up the right thing on this. I saw this going around Twitter earlier. And remember, the narrative here... And the narrative that you'll see on Twitter is that it shouldn't be this way for a young black kid. And everyone's, they're all worried about a, being black in America because you can just get shot, killed by a random white person, you know, because of racism and all this. And, and it's just not, it's just not the case. It's not actually, it's not actually the case. Like you can look at the numbers. Now, Shapiro actually boils this down to when you look at interracial black and white incidences or incidents sorry so if you are to add those two together then interracial incidents you got 562,000 of those that happen all right now that's where there was some kind of a crime where it was black on white or white on black crime and there's 562,000 of those incidences and 472,000 of those were black on white that's 84 percent of those were black on white, not white on black. Okay, the numbers are Even the exact black opposite. Make up a, a significant less portion of the population. Yeah. Now, if you look at number of violent incidents from the uh, the Bureau of Justice Statistics, and you look at a a, a white victim, uh, you have two point eight million incidents here. One point seven million of those uh, were white on white. 472,000 were black on white. Now, what's crazy is, remember, you're supposed to be, as a black person, you're supposed to be terrified of this, how this racism is going to get you killed, remember? And when you look at 494,000 violent incidents uh, where the victim is black, uh, 494,000, um, 346,000 of those are black on black. Only 89,000 are white on black. The numbers just don't actually show the narrative that you're going to be sold on this situation. And then you got to ask yourself, why are they selling you 
this narrative. Remember how useful things are, uh, how useful these things are for people that are in power. When things are going terribly, like, I don't know, like the petrodollars being destroyed, all these countries are deciding not to align with the U.S., they're going to align with China or Russia. Instead, you find out that the government's lying about the proxy war, that they're spying on people, the economy's not looking great, the Fed just said that they expect us to be in a legit recession uh, later on this year. You have all these things going on. Things like this are very, very beneficial to the people in power when they want to distract you, Okay which is what they're going to try to do. But the numbers just don't work. And I'm, and I'm glad, Bailey, you mentioned that, which is something I didn't even put in the notes today. This is how I'm, I feel so sleep deprived right now. I didn't even put in the notes the fact that today is tax day, oh, which God. I should have organized an entire show around, said I was going to. And up until about 10 minutes ago, I forgot that it was tax day. Mm. Literally did, except for the fact that I posted about it being tax day earlier today on Twitter. And then I forgot again immediately afterwards. It is grand theft. Grand theft day. Charlie, what are your views on taxation? Ugh. What do you think? You a fam? They make me want to throw up. That's what. That's how I With feel. With joy because of all the roads and no. stuff that you get? No, I feel sick to my stomach every time I have to write a check. You have to write a check mm -hmm. to the government. Yep. Which forces you to wonder what they're going to do with that. Yep. What do you think they're going to do with it? Squander it. <laughs> Waste it on something, yeah. right? Maybe one penny of the amount of taxes that I paid might actually go to, you know, a, a, a homeless shelter or something of actual significance that I don't agree with, let's say. I think say, you're being but, generous. But I would... I would happily donate mm -hmm. to places like that. See, I think taxes should be run like a charity. I agree. I think that would solve the problem. You don't think that there aren't people willing to donate to healthcare and homeless shelters and all this stuff that the government needs to run? This one kid just raised $2.8 million over a, over a span of like four days on yeah. GoFundMe. I think the United States still donates like something like $400 billion a year. That's that's even after being taxed, by the way. Mm -hmm. So imagine if you got to keep your taxes, like what, you could probably raise somewhere around a trillion dollars. You don't think we can operate America on a trillion dollars? And then and then they would have incentive to actually do the right thing because they're beholden, they're beholden to their donors. Yeah. Right? I, I don't know. Just a thought. There's all kinds of ways that we can figure out and we'd still be able to do stuff. Uh, and I know that you you agree with this also, Charlie, but where we have to start is that it's just not it's just not moral to take money away from people without permission. It says that they don't own their own labor, that they don't actually own the fruits of their labor, what they get paid for their time. It says that you actually own their time and you get to decide whatever percentage of their time you are going to allow them to keep, and then you're going to tax the hell out of that in every other way possible mm -hmm. afterwards, too. Um, so it's just not moral. And even though we can make the case, well, we got to have this, and we got to have this, and we got to have this. And you know what? There's a lot of stuff we got to have. We got to have food, and people pay for that when they need it. I think that people will voluntarily pay for the things that we have to have. And so there's no argument you can make that will ever have me say that it's okay to threaten someone with prison or death 
if they don't give over a portion of their money. It'll never be okay yep. with me. And I can agree. I'm not an anarchist. I can agree that I, I think think we're, we need to have some type of government, I guess, or the answer is really I think we're always going to have some type of government regardless and that they should have some type of fund to do whatever minimum amount of things they need to do. And I think that should be done voluntarily. Like, I think it's okay to probably have a military in I, this day and age. I do think we need a military. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one thing. You know what would happen in the voluntary system when the military started doing things that we didn't like? We'd stop giving them our money. Right. Then they'd be like, I guess we got to, I mean, we've been in this country now for 20 years. I guess we got to come home because people are sick of this and they're not giving us any money anymore. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're just going to come home. Or like, whoa, what if we do this thing that no one's in favor of and everyone stops giving us money? I wouldn't like that at all. Which is why they have to steal it from you. Yeah. That's why. That's why it can't be voluntary. Yeah. So anyway, yes, that is right. Ron Swanson, income tax is illegal. This is BS. Repeal the income tax. 16th Amendment. And all of them. Get Get rid of all the taxes. I don't like them. Let's make it voluntary contributions. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Well, we're always growing and changing, so getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process. One thing I learned is self-awareness. I learned how to understand situations from different points of view. Over time, we learn what our personal boundaries are and what we need to find meaning and happiness in our lives. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. I've used a therapy. It can be very beneficial. My life has gotten immensely better since trying it. And Charlie does it too. In fact, he's been a BetterHelp customer for years. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash GML today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash GML. All right, let's move on to the next, uh, the next issue going on. Totally off topic, but I've just I've noticed this trend popping up more and more. Now we all know that the cows and their farts are leading <laughs> to the death of everyone on this planet within the next decade. Mm-hmm. We already know that. AOC told us about that. Greta's been telling us about that. We're all well aware of the of the methane problem that cow we've got. Farts. Of the cow farts. And I've noticed recently people are starting to heat up on this again. We'll play this little clip of New York City Mayor Eric Adams slash Tracy Morgan, if you want to imagine Tracy Morgan instead while he's talking. As a mayor. As as a mayor, being all political, uh, how he's talking about meat and dairy products. One in every five metric tons of carbon dioxide our city emits comes from food. But all food is not created equal. The vast majority, majority of food... Uh, that is contributing to our emission crisis lies in meat and dairy products. We already know that a plant plant power diet is better for your physical and mental health, and I am living proof of that. But the reality is that thanks to this new inventory, we're finding out it is better for the planet. One in every five metric okay. tons. 
God. Councilman, yep. And that was speak- a good one, by the way. He said they're worried about farts, but they want to replace meat with beans. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and they speak with like such authority on this, being like plant food. We already know a plant diet's better than mm-hmm. a, a, a meat diet or whatever. The That's science. actually not true, by the way. The science says it, though. Did yeah. you ask the science? Mm-hmm. Yes, chat GPT about this? No. Okay. But there's plenty of research in the opposite direction, by the way. So that's true. I, I think, I think as human beings, see, this is something that this is a good life lesson. What you need is balance and everything in, in mediation. Like you need a, you need a, a healthy balance mm-hmm. of things in life. And that includes your diet, right? So you, you have to have all of these different things for your body to function. And the human, the human body's extremely complex when you get down to the molecular molecular level so which i studied you know microbiology and stuff in in school so don't worry in the college in the back in in college in a college in your college years i'm I'm not a microbiologist no no you know i didn't get a piece of paper Mm -mm. you know but i've i've seen the nucleus you know um let's uh on the diet thing we'll get to that in the next uh the next conversation. Well, not the next one. First, we have to mention, we know also rice. Rice is also to blame. Now it's an attack on Asians. AFP. I hate this Asian hate. Rice is to blame for around 10% of global emissions of methane, a gas that over two decades traps about 80 times as much heat as carbon dioxide. So keep in mind, we're going on, we're going after meat and dairy, and in rice, which billions of people live on around the world, also to blame. Looks like they're slowly starting to move into the worst gas, methane now. Yeah. Like everything's going to, carbon dioxide is going to be a thing of the past, folks. Because oddly enough, those have to do with our food that we eat. You know, uh, any rice, they're worried about the methane. The cows are worried about the methane. And we'll talk about why they're so worried about the food that we are eating I got a nice little video here. You know, I don't think it's going to be super important. It's just going to show rice patties and stuff like that. Is our internet slow at the moment or is this just having a hard time? Mm. I don't know. It's it's not doing anything. Anyway, rice is to blame for around 10% of global emissions of methane. Now, community notes on Twitter. That's nice. They say, well, rice per se is not causing the increase. It's It's actually the burning of the rice fields after they harvest the rice. <laughs> that is the thing. So it's not the actual rice. And you know what's crazy about that? You can actually you can actually do this without burning off the rice fields. We've done this with uh, with wheat. You know, my family grows a lot of wheat and they used to burn off the wheat field afterwards. I used to think it was really fun to to watch. It's dangerous. You gotta drive through the field like catching the entire field on fire. Normally you're on a four wheeler dragging a tire that's packed full of diesel fuel just dragging it around this wheat field. Then the whole thing burns off. It's kind of fun to watch. Okay? Not good for the environment, though. And the whole time you were saying, methane. Methane. I was so pumped. That's why it was fun to watch. I can't wait for the world to end. Yeah. Well, you can actually do that. People are starting to get away from that. They'll just leave what's there. They'll just plant through it. And they've got methods like that for rice also. So there's alternatives, you know, other than just getting rid of rice and, like, having billions of people starve. There are alternatives that we can work towards. 
But instead, I keep getting this feeling that they're moving towards something else. I'm not going to talk about it yet. There's other things as it relates to methane that we've talked about uh, before. Like they have feed for cows that now cuts their methane emissions down. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. This cuts the this cuts their emissions by 55%. <laughs> this food. They reduced <laughs> They're reducing cow farts. Exactly. Here's another one that we talked about last year. They have a seaweed supplement for cows that reduces methane emissions by 80%. Wow. And so we we're we're doing all this talk about how using cows and all these other animals is just going to lead to the death and destruction of the entire world. And you could just be like, "Okay, well here's a additive you can put in the food and it gets rid of 80% of the methane. Do you want to actually solve the problem or are you working towards something else? That's the question. Mm-hmm. Do you want a solution to this or have you already decided what you think the solution to this is and you want a specific solution whatever that solution might be? So we're going to figure out what that solution might be coming up here in a sec. Before we get into that, Charlie, what do you think? Are you okay? I'm great. You look like you look very stiff right now. Just living the dream. Just, you, you get nervous about people watching you, I, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I get it. I get nervous about what people I'm, watching what me. What I'm nervous about is type 2 diabetes. You nervous about that? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not talking about that, though, yet. I'm talking about this this uh, segue into how you look nervous about people watching you. And you're right. The FBI is watching you right mm, now. Okay? They are. And you wanted to like, sit up nice and straight for them, you know, look real good. And all that stuff. But hey, there's a new app we want to tell you guys about. Be careful with what I say. <laughs> new app we want to tell you guys about end-to-end encryption on the on messages. You got phone calls, video calling, real smooth. You can even customize it, change the colors, change the font, all Group that texting. stuff. Group texting. That's all stuff on there, too. <laughs> I saw that sneeze coming right there. That looked like a pretty bad one, okay? Converso is the future of privacy. Not those other guys out there who used to be nice private communication apps, okay? But they are fake. They're not anymore. They sold out is what happened. How do you make money? You sell people's data. You sell their information, okay? I'm not naming names. And the other thing I like about Converso a lot is the screenshot protect thing. You can literally block someone from taking a screenshot, you know? You send a picture you don't want to take a screenshot of, (laughs) well, turn on your screenshot protect. They Mm -hmm. can't do anything with it, you know? It's cool. So... Charlie and I were sending back and forth classified documents last night, and uh, no one's knocked on the door yet. And the secrets haven't leaked out. I haven't been reached out to by the Washington Post or anything. Yeah, or so the that's New York nice. Times. Yeah. <laughs> or the New York Times. Yeah. Download the Converso app. Start talking to your friends, and only your friends, not the other people who've been listening in for the last few years with you, okay? They're go nice the, guys, I'm sure. Go to the link in the show notes to download the Converso app, and you can text us. I, I didn't mention it hopefully because... Hopefully soon. I... I didn't mention it because uh, there seems to be an issue with the number. But write this currently. Num- but you can write this number on write your it, heart. Get, get a pen and paper. Or out- write, write it on your heart. <laughs> get a pen and paper. Five 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 one eight four thirty forty two. That's the number. Okay. Five 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 one eight four thirty forty two. For me to talk to you. Call five 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 one eight four thirty forty two. We need to get right? a jingle like a song going. Five 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 one eight four thirty forty two. That sounds good. <laughs> I like it. Charlie, if you eat too much meat, you're going to get diabetes. That's what I've always been told. Diabetes. Diabetes. CNN posting this study. And I just, as soon as I saw it, I got upset. Okay. Now I got family 
Yeah, type 2 diabetes. Same. And you know what? They had to take medications for it. Diabetes medications. Do you know how they got to where they could stop taking those medications? Diet. They just went on a low-carb diet, basically just ate meat all the time. And magically didn't have to take the medications, essentially not type Mm -hmm. 2 diabetic anymore. My dad didn't do that, unfortunately. Didn't do that. Is he one or two? He's two. Is he two? Yeah, type two. Oh, that's too bad. He doesn't have his legs. Kind of makes you wish he had a time machine, right? Kind of, yeah. Especially him, you know? I I bet he wishes I had a time machine. machine. Anyway, refined carbs and red meat driving the global rise in type 2 diabetes Mm-mm-mm. study says. Now remember, we're just combining the meat, the dairy. It's going to kill us all. Well, maybe that's not working, but also, you know what? That meat and all that stuff, it's also causing all of our health problems that we have right now too. You don't want to be eating this this here meat anymore. Now, I will say they're right about the first one, refined carbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, processed foods. Yes. Right. Those are the things that your body just is like, I need more insulin. It thinks it needs more insulin than it does. And that's what happens. That's why you develop the diabetes. So So I looked at the study. All right. I wanted to check it out and see what was going on. And as as you might imagine, first off, you notice words like this. Our modeling approach does not prove causation and our findings should be considered as estimates of risk, meaning All they've done is they have drawn a correlation with people's diets and type 2 diabetes, but they have not proven that those diets caused the diabetes. Oddly enough, all I'm seeing posted around on Twitter is that these actual things are driving the global rise in type 2 diabetes, which the study specifically says it does not prove. I saw something interesting also about... um, Type two, type 2 diabetes is on the rise, as well as hyperglycemia, which, by the way, hyperglycemia just means that you have a constant elevated blood sugar level, but you haven't reached the diabetic level yet, yeah. right? So yeah. you, have, you have what's considered normal. You're like borderline diabetic all yeah. the time. You have uh, normal, and then you have pre-diabetes, and then you have, then you have the diabetes, right? Um, and so what they're seeing is a rise in uh, what's hyperglycemia, which means you're pretty much either pre-diabetic or almost diabetic. Um, and I actually saw a study that is correlating that with the rise in autism, by the way. Which interesting. Which I found to be very interesting, huh. being the father of an autistic child. Now, that I don't, I don't necessarily de- disagree with some of these correlations. However, the one big disagreement is the fact that they're just throwing something like red meat mm-hmm. into it. Now, they in the study, they also mentioned that they can't control for portion sizes or the fact that people were combining both the red meats, like the red meats and the refined carbs at the same time. What we've seen is your body's pretty good if you separate these things out. It's pretty good at processing. Well, the problem that happens is is people go out to, let's, they go out to eat, Mm -hmm. right? And you get a big giant steak, right? You typically is going to be bigger than what you would make at home and Mm -hmm. you're out and you paid for it. So you and you don't believe in sunk cost theory, so you eat the whole thing because you got to get your you money's get worth. Your value, right? Yeah. You got to get your money's worth, and then you order the the delicious mac and cheese, right? That's got the bread, little bit of breadcrumbs. Are we on at Jay top. Alexander's right now? Is mm-hmm. that what's going on? Get mm-hmm. the little bread. Sounds yeah. good. You got all the cheese in there. You got all the the pasta, the Getting butter. Getting hungry. You know, full of carbs, and, you, and then you pair that with like sweet potato casserole. Mm. 
No, it's now we switched over the Ruth's Crisp. Sweet potatoes in it, which are good for you, but then you top that off with some butter. Brown sugar. sugar brown sugar, cinnamon, some toasted, roasted pecans. Tell on me top. y'all aren't hungry right now. <laughs> and and then, you know, and then they get dessert mm-hmm. on top of that. Mm-hmm. So they go out and they eat 4,000 calories in one sitting, which I've done before, by the way. I'm no shame. No shame, yeah. by the way. I, I am a foodie, and I love enjoying and indulging in a delicious meal. But like I said, everything in moderation, folks. It's okay if you do that every once in a while, but if you continuously do that, and I knew Costco was going to say I'm fat, that's fine. <laughs> if you continuously do that, obviously that's what leads to obviously no. increased weight, and it leads to way more sugar than your body would ever need for the entire month, probably. <laughs> and and then also, um, which leads to these other <laughs> conditions that we're talking about. It's not... Now, that meal that you mentioned, Charlie... That whole meal. The study would just take, okay, this person had this meal. What was in the meal? Okay. Well, we Refined got the, carbs and we red meat. Got the meat. carbs. We got red meat. Look, red meat also included in causing type 2 diabetes. Right. That's how this study worked. Yeah. Okay. And so that's why you can't go with this kind of thing. You just can't. Now, what another thing they do in here, this is some trickery here. In relating this to your diet, okay, Suboptimal diet. What's that? Around 70-ish percent. Uh, the proportional burden of type 2 diabetes attributable to a suboptimal diet jointly and by each individual dietary factor. Now, this is of the diabetes that is attributable to the diet. These are the portions of these different things. Now, the interesting chart to look at is how much do they actually think of diabetes as attributable to the suboptimal diet? And uh, the U.S., they came up with about 0.75%. <laughs> is what they came out with. Now, this one is what percentage of the times that the suboptimal diet was a cause what, were these things the problem? Okay, so so here's where I go in down the... I'm going to go down the conspiracy lane with you, which we don't do very often. And I'll show you why here in a sec. Uh, now, Bill Gates is an investor in the what we would call these lab-grown meat companies. I can't remember the name of the company that he's a big investor in. Beyond Meat. But this is not disputed. This is not a conspiracy theory. He literally is a big investor in these lab-grown meat companies. Okay. Now, these just got approved late last year saying lab-grown meat is okay for human consumption, the FDA says. All right. Everything the FDA says is, is gold. FDA is cool with this. Now, why did I bring this into the picture? Why are we going down conspiracy lane? Okay, let's go back to the study. Competing interests of the authors of the study. M. O'Hearn reports research funding from the Gates Foundation, as well as National Institutes of Health and the Vail Innovative Global Research and Employment with Food Systems for the Future. Um, Lara Castor, L. Lara Castor reports research funding from the Gates, from, from the Gates Foundation. It says Gate Foundation, mm-hmm. as well as all of these other things. Once again, um, the Gates Foundation is mentioned several times in all of the funding Shang for this and research. Report research funding from the Gates Foundation. Jay Reedy reports research funding from the Gates Foundation. Jay Wong reports funding from the National Institutes of Health and others. And I think there's one more Gates Foundation in there. Lots of Gates Foundation. Now, I'm not, it's, it's not usual for, for me to try and send, send people down this kind of rabbit hole. 
But I'm just saying, it's kind of weird to me. Now give me your best Alex Jones impression. I can't right now. I don't I don't have the mental I don't have the mental bandwidth. But it's pretty clear to me that Bill Gates heavily invested in lab grown meat. We got all this FUD out there, all of this fear out there about meat, about cows, about the methane farts going out there. And now even the meat is tied to type two diabetes out there. CNN posting about it, posting this study, this study which says it does not prove causation and that they can't account for the portion sizes and they don't separate out people just eating one thing or the other. They're just self-reporting what people eat on this thing. And all the people who did the study were literally working off of funding by the Gates Foundation, ran by a guy who's massively invested in lab-grown meat and all of this other stuff at the same time. You tell me nothing is connected here at all? It's at least a conflict of interest. And which is why it's... Which is why they mention it's it It's listed as a conflict of interest. It's a big conflict. A lot of studies you read, they say, we don't have any conflicts of interest. This one says, oh yeah, we're funded by people who want you to stop eating meat. That's what they say for conflict of interest. What, what did I miss? What Magoo said in the group. God, so good. Now, um, <laughs> this got me thinking earlier today, by the way, Chuck, you know, we can't have the meat and the dairy, all the stuff associated with that. Of course, a lot of products, mm. they're bad for the environment. And now we're finding that they're, they're causing diabetes as well. Can't have rice. Rice is like responsible for 10% of the methane emissions that we got out there. Methane's one of the worst things out there for climate change. We're all going to die. And so I start to think, like, okay. What are we going to eat? What can we have? (laughs) You know, what's the plan here? It turns out, ironically enough, the only thing that we're going to be able to eat are what would be considered to be carbon scrubbers, (laughs) you know, green leafy things that take carbon out of the atmosphere. That's basically the only thing that we're going to be able to eat. And so there's no... Well, lab grown. Lab grown meat also. That's what we're going to be able to eat. So I started looking, you know, if you care about the environment, you got to be careful what you're eating. Okay. So I wanted to see what the what the effects here are. I have, I have a couple legs every day. Well, if I do that all the time, that's like driving a a car 518 miles. If I do this every day for a year, it's like taking 386 showers that last eight minutes a piece. If I eat some eggs every, I can't have those anymore. If I care about the environment, where did you find this website? Oh, there's there's websites for everything, man. It's websites to tell you about your behavior. Yeah. Um, This is rice. You can't have you got rice, like one one portion a day or something using rice. I mean, that's like driving a car 310 miles. That's like taking 944 showers, each lasting eight minutes apiece. So if you care about the environment, I mean, you got to cut that out. <clears throat> what about tofu? <laughs> you can't do that. I mean, even that's like driving a car 150 miles and like taking 42 showers. If you have tofu all the time, it's like heating one home for nine days off all the carbon mm. that's going to go into this thing. Better tell Lacey. Oh, man, you get into lamb, you might Uh-oh. as well be murdering people on the street. <laughs> it's like taking a flight It's like taking a flight from London to wherever the hell Malaga is. I don't know where <laughs> that is. Okay. When is your consumption of land uses 12 of lamb? If you have lamb, what I put on here, maybe once a week, uh, that's like taking up the space of 12 tennis courts? Just you. 
It's crazy. Oh, God. Chicken? Chicken not good. That's not good either. It's 109 showers. It's 272 miles. Driving in the car. Coffee. If you have coffee every day, that's like heating. You could have heated the home for 50 days. You're telling me you care about poor people when you could have heated someone and kept them alive for 50 days yeah. or driven for 800 miles? All you Starbucks <clears throat> bitches out there. This all ends up with, it's all the population bomb theory. It's all the idea that too many people are just destroying the planet and that we have to decrease the world's population. Mm -hmm. It's all this. Uh, like Dan uh, just said, he said, if you can believe this stuff, uh, why, if you believe this stuff, people are discouraged to have kids, of course. Or or like, be suicidal, like Bailey said, and kill yourself. We literally, if you... Or run around the streets of Chicago. Yeah, just protesting. For no reason. Doing stuff. Yeah. Malthusian, yes. Yeah. Thank the, you, Tito. It's the Malthusian nightmare. And so, it's not the case. Listen, there are trade-offs. You can have coffee, all right? You can have coffee, and yeah, that, that could have been the same as heating a home that could have been the same as driving a car 800 miles or whatever, but there are trade-offs in life. And yes, I think that people being alive is a good thing here on the planet and enjoying life, enjoying your life. I, I've never gotten this because like, we're also part of nature. We are like everything it, we do, you know, like <laughs> a bird can build a bird nest and like, that's their home. Right? Mm hmm. You know, like, and we build a house and that's, you know, that bird has taken twigs and all kinds of stuff from all kinds of places. Yeah. You know, we're just a lot better at it. it it's always funny how people. Or a beaver can dam up a river or creek or whatever, build their home there, flap their flat tails all over the place. They're blocking water, the natural flow the natural, of water. Yeah. You know? Are we not part of, I've never understood this. There's this idea that... How are we not also part of nature? All of the other parts of nature are somehow better. Like, oh, that's just that's just so beautiful, the way that that tiger just ate that antelope while it was alive, you know? And I'm just like, oh, and it, it's why is screaming it better? Still. Like, it's screaming in pain. It's It hurts, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Listen. But somehow, because we're people, it's bad. Listen, everything we do, I know this is a great and this is crazy, but everything we do is natural because we are a part of nature. That's just what humans do. In fact, everything we build is natural because we haven't taken anything off. We haven't built anything on earth using materials that weren't on earth. So we haven't changed anything. It's still the same planet. It's just been rearranged a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's all that's happened. And we just disagree with the re rearrangement, I guess. Well, we disagree with the apocalyptic nature to which the rearrangement uh, is producing. Mm -hmm. That's not what's happening. You know, I think, I think that you know, taking carbon out of the ground and putting it in the air, there may be something we need to do about that. But to think that it's somehow catastrophic for the human race that the planet may warm up by one degree in the next hundred years, which wouldn't even be the hottest day that we can predict, by the way. Well, they've they've moved the goalposts a little bit now. They're like, okay, yeah, yeah, it's going to go like a degree and a half. I think we can handle that, but not two. We're not going to do two. Can't yeah. do that. And then eventually we'll be like, okay, all right, two's fine, but we can't do two and a half. Right. You got to give me this 10 trillion bucks. Mm -hmm. Can't do two and a half right now. And so anyway, what, what Charlie and I are trying to tell you right now, even though it's not White Pill Wednesday, 
It's a good thing that we're all here. Okay. Don't listen to all these Malthusians out there. Your these, life matters. Your kids' lives matter. These people who think that, that human beings are detriment to planet Earth. Hey, we're the ones building stuff that if a Galdern rock is coming towards us, we could stop that thing. Just ask Bruce Willis. All right. I don't see no deer doing that. Okay. It's not possible. They don't even know what hit them. No elephant going to throw a missile up there and kill a rock. No. We're going to stop the entire planet from being destroyed someday if we're still here by that time. Okay. I don't know what the heck we're talking about right now. I think we should go home. All right, y'all. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share the show with a friend, a family member, and everyone you could possibly think of. That's a free way to support the show that helps a lot more than you think. So we appreciate every single one of you that have shared the show. And we don't appreciate those that have not. <laughs> but we do appreciate But you. there's still time for you to get there's into the time. appreciation That's how pool. my yeah. appreciation works. You know? Yes. <laughs> it's determined by what you do for us right you now. You scratch my back and we scratch yours every single day of the week when we want to. This is us scratching your back. Exactly. Um, so do, the, do that, please. Share it. Leave a rating and review on uh, Apple Podcasts. That also is a free way to support us. It actually helps with rankings and gets the show out to more people. And we couldn't do it without you. So we do we do actually really appreciate all of you guys listening, taking the time. That's something that's really important, and the show wouldn't be possible without any of you. So I appreciate that. And, um, you know, this show's like family to me. Mm-hmm. And I really do actually love you guys. And so uh, just share it for me. That's all I'm asking. Not a big at. I'm not asking for it's much. It's not that much. No. No. Okay. Go to GodHatesFeds.com if you got some money and you want to support <laughs> us that way um, and pick yourself up one of them God Hates Feds t-shirts. Wear it loud and wear it proud. I love posting a link to that on basically every post I see from the ATF. I post the God Hates Feds link yeah. with a shirt on there. It normally does pretty well. I think God it's hates, been selling some shirts. GodHatesFeds.com. <clears throat> There's also a link on that uh, website to go to the Fed Haters Club, uh, which is just six bucks a month to uh, get access to the live show. You get access to the pre-show. Nate records most of the pre-shows and uploads them. If there's something important, it goes and out. Every once in a while, we we have time to do a, a, a longer post-show, which is fun. So, um, and then there's other ways to get involved. So, do uh, you have to go to joingmail.com or go to godhatesfeds.com to be part of the Fed Haters Club. If you do all those things, we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty.